spinach and parmesan. Oh, that garbanzo bean salad. Is it garbanzo oh, It was bean? a garbanzo bean salad. Oh, I, make, I make that a lot. It's feta cheese, it's black so fresh olives. And just, uh, uh, I stole the recipe from uh, the chef at McEwen's. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, it's got, it's got I'm cherry. sure he won't mind you. You're she, not, she, oh, she. Oh, say look at me. I'd I say. know. It's 2018. I know. I still can't Shout out those. to Katrina, the lunch chef at McEwen's. I've got to work on that. You know, I was just saying earlier to Dana that things are just different these days. You can't oh, yeah. assume anything anymore. It and can't, makes an ass out of you and me. I also. know it, and I got to work on that. I got to do better. I got to do better. Take steps to do better. You know, if you don't do better, the internet will breed you to fill. That's oh, one wow. thing about doing this podcast. Mm. I'm afraid of what I, what they'll how will be perceived. That's why I don't put a whole lot out there. Like on, oh. on the Facebook, I never post a whole lot because I'm afraid I'm gonna get oh, in the, trouble. The first thing that people said when I said we were doing a podcast was, "We well, you, be, you better be careful, girl. Be careful." Well, this Queens and Memphis. I'll get on you here. Well, I th- you know, I think in their mind, uh, you have to be 100% pure of mind and pure of soul. Uh, but, who is that? Who, but I, who in the world not, is that? That is not the human experience. I've got opinions that are vile. Who is pure of mind and pure of soul? I, I mean, if I you have, can... Ever... I, have, I, just, I just mouthed a name to you. Did you get it? He's pure. pure. Oh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Social justice war. He's constantly. I'm afraid he'll call me out next. Well, I mean, some people are, they have a higher calling, I guess, than I do. And on fa- they, <laughs> they used to, used to I just want to have fun and look pretty. I don't care. Oh, yeah. I just want to have fun. Uh, I mean, I know it's a platform. You know, I know people that Facebook is a platform to, to do whatever, but sometimes, you know, I, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I, I just care. don't care what I, you think. <laughs> I just don't give a shit what you think. Uh, that's the the great thing about doing drag is that you have to you really have to conquer but that. It's your right to put it on there. And oh, sure, I can sure, sc- sure. And I can scroll past you real yeah. quickly. My right to uh, say vile things. Your right to have an opinion about me saying vile things. I don't think you're vile. Uh, I think we're all vile. <laughs> I think we're all nasty. Uh, does that come from some kind of religious background? We were all born into sin. And no, I think that, that <laughs> I if, just if, if a perfect human is perfectly imperfect. You know, we uh, some oh. nasty things that we all have. Yeah, I cannot, some of us more than others, right? I cannot, I cannot be the only one with these thoughts. I know that. Are they impure? Uh, let's just say that if I ever gave a confession, it would take a, a week and that uh, reverend would retire afterwards. Oh, Lord, he dropped that Bible how many times? <laughs> yes. Ma, ma, boo, boo. He's got uh, to, to come check you out and say, What is I got to see this person? Refocus. You're listening to Refocus. Did we already introduce ourselves? No, we didn't this time. I'm so sorry. I'm Goldie And I'm Alice in Wonderland. Thanks for joining us here on this. This is Refocus. Refocus. Is that the name of it? I forgot. It it is Refocus, (laughs) honey. We're refocusing your attention away from what's going on in the world. And channeling it into something way more enjoyable. Uh, Still pretty rough, but enjoyable ride nonetheless. We're here with our producer, Dana. She's already Googling things for us. Uh Dana, I feel like you should just keep your microphone on. I feel like you're always trying to say something and don't have the chance. No. <laughs> it's, it's all about y'all. I, no. I'm just here. Oh, it's don't all, tell her that. Don't tell me it, that. You don't tell Goldie that. Everything's all <laughs> about all Goldie. It's all about me. It's all about me. Um, uh, we're here this episode to talk about uh, 
we're going to talk about Friends of George's. We're oh, going to talk yes. about, well, we're, it's really going to be me uh, prying into Alice in Wonderland's memory, which oh, is pretty God. damn good. And Watch it fail me today, though. Yeah, oh, no, it'll be fine. If we, if we don't remember it, we'll try to Google it. Uh, and then uh, we're going to talk about gay LGBT history here in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, uh, yes. I'm sure people will, this will be a much debated uh Episode, I'm sure every time you talk about <laughs> things of the past, people disagree with you. They have that's not how I remember. And it. if I get things wrong, you know, right, fuck you. <laughs> don't we're don't giving let it me know best. about it. I'm, <laughs> I'm way too young to know much about the LGBT oh, history in Memphis. I'm just a, a, yeah. a small tot. Um, <laughs> small thought in the big uh, in the big scheme of things. You are <laughs> a small thought in the big city. Um, uh, but, little fish uh, in a big pond. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. uh huh. Yeah, please keep calling me little. That makes me excited. Oh yeah, um, well, you are just a wispy thing. Uh, Allison, did you ever find out about the Dick Diaries? You still googling it? So, yeah, I'm looking. I'm not really finding anything. Oh, well, maybe. That's the fine. problem. So I, I've, I've found something that looks like it was written in response to oh, the vagina. Oh, maybe that's more familiar. of like yeah. a, yeah, like a, I don't know, reclaiming the word penis. Um, oh. That's all I. Do you really need to reclaim it? <laughs> Men already have such power in the world. They do. Men are always like, uh, we need a, uh, why does women get a, a, a month to the women don't give a month. They get they, they get awareness, and men don't like that. Men don't mm. like it when other white men hate it when other people mm. get recognized. Mm-hmm. Where's my month? That's Where's right. My week well, of that's recognition? M- 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 well, men. You, I don't care how far America's evolved; they still are afraid of. Yeah, Stonewall you need women. to reclaim the that's word. Why penis. W- that's why Hillary didn't win. Uh, you, you don't need to reclaim the word penis. You already got it. You also I that's mean, right. You, you own the whole damn you world. You own the world. So. You own the word penis. You don't need to. Reclaim I mean, a cisgender. It. Uh, Snowflakes, come on. Heterosexual male yeah. is actually yeah. stealing White this. People. Yeah, 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 come yeah, on, get over them. yourself. Um, so, we mentioned Friends of George's right. Deep Dish already. Uh, that's uh, our first show in our season this time, I yes, guess, because the season's yes. kind of restarted. Yeah, it does. It's kind of restarts period. with the school season, I guess, in August. That's when the, uh, yeah, we're actually, uh, that's when the theater that we are uh, Resident when they company, do, they, they start do. there. Our, we're a resident company, the Evergreen Theater, Friends yes. of George's. Alice in Wonderland and Goldie and myself were both on the uh, board of Friends That's of George's. Right. Uh, we are both creative members of it. We create the content. Uh, almost everything that Friends of George's does is original content. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's one of the only drag uh, groups. In, it's the only drag theater group in town and the only drag group in town doing original content. Right. As far as I'm yeah, the, the music's not always original. But yeah. <laughs> We write the words. We write the yes. The spoken word. The is things always you hear yes. out of my mouth were written mm-hmm. on a page by but me like or every Ty Phillips or respecting uh, drag queen. We we plagiarize everyone else's music to move our mouths. Oh too. yeah. <laughs> I mean, a, a, a good impersonation never hurt nobody. Oh no, it's uh, the highest form of flattery, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So uh, Deep Dish was our inaugural. Uh, thing for this I use the word inaugural again uh, that's our first one of the season right. and then Friends of George's will do another uh, yet to be named Crisco County show in November mm-hmm. here at the Evergreen yeah, and then we'll it's be a Christmassy here, thing and then we'll be here again in April of 2019 to do Dragnificent yeah, oh yeah and that has a 70s theme this year Did you just realize is oh yeah do you just realize that I uh, had realized uh, just saw in a thing that this uh, Deep Dish will be our 35th production. 35th production of Friends of George's. Look at us go. That's ten, our 10-year ten anniversary is in 2020, yes, I believe. Yes. And we're just pushing things out now. That's right. We have to do the Greatest Hits show. Uh, we have to. <laughs> everybody remembers the Greatest oh, Hits. we got a couple of older ooh. people with memories like a, a pasta drainer. Uh. <laughs> um, 
But Not, it just goes right through. Right? Yes. <laughs> but uh, but uh, luckily, we donated to the Alzheimer's Dementia Services last. We time. did donate to the so when we need their services. We are a five hundred one. C three nonprofit organization. Yes, if you ever want to give to yes. Friends of Georges, we have a website, friendsofgeorges dot org. Yes, with a, and, uh, with, a, with a ticket information and a uh, charitable donation. We are what we call theater for a cause. Mm-hmm. We uh, always do our net profits uh, to some charity. So, but how Friends of Georges got started is that uh, Georges Disco yes. was a very prominent uh, disco in the a 1970s. Bar, yes, yes. Well, it started in the 70s. And, uh, 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 well, he was on Madison uh, in the 70s. Uh, when George, he moved to 616, uh, that was in the 80s, I believe. 616 Marshall, he moved in the 80s uh, but it the was, old Spectrum. Yes, it was known as the Showplace of the South. And uh, uh, the drag shows were, um, at the time, Excellent, uh, because um, it was uh, rumored, uh, told to me, I, I did not hear this from George, because <clears throat> he's dead now, of course, but Rest in peace, George, George Wilson, yes. But um, if you got out there and did a new number at the uh, bar and you weren't up to par, you could not come back until he saw that number and it would be done right. Oh, you have to redo the number yes. somewhere else. Well, no, you have to work on it, and then let me see you do it, and then I'll let you back in the show or something wow, like that. Wow, what a that. critic. Was, well, we are, are really missing You that. had to be up on your game. You couldn't just go in there like wing it. You know, you just couldn't shake it to this song you heard on the radio you the know, day before. N- you know, nowadays we have uh, – I have these – you know, Allison and I – uh, we're booking shows here and there. I, I I book a lot more than probably she does, but I, <laughs> well, I'm looking. No, I'm saying like I'm looking for talent. Right, I, I book right, Allison right, a lot right, for right, my stuff. Right, bless you, um, my child. Uh-huh. But um, oh. uh, when I'm booking things, as long I do as my get. Hip holds out. I do get. Oh, uh, I'm praying for all my cast members that are over fifty all the time when they're on that stage. You're not over fifty, are you? Just barely. <laughs> uh, if you if if you're thinking about the if the same cast is going to be in the next show, uh-huh. yeah, there are three that are. There are three of them. <laughs> I won't name them here. One of them would be very upset to have her age oh, on my the, goodness. Uh, You know Whoa. which one I'm talking about too. Honey, she'd be very upset if I mentioned. She'll, that, drop, a, she'll drop a barbell on you. But at the I gym. get booking these shows. I do get people who get very frustrated when I don't rebook them or uh, book them in the first place. Mm. But there is something missing it nowadays. Any, they, there's this thing. They're like anybody should be able to do drag well that might be very well true anybody has the ability but also anybody has the ability to be in theater and not everybody right. makes well it i mean you, you don't always you know yeah i don't i there are sometimes you know, i don't rebook people and there's some people i don't won't book at all even if they've been doing it a while <laughs> if i don't see that it's worth my time oh and i don't mean to behave well, no, that's just that's how, well it's, it's, it's how it is the truth is the truth if you're not doing uh, it you're not doing it, 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 it you can't cut it. You can't cut the mustard. Uh uh-uh. uh And you can. And those people can still make great money. Those oh well, yeah. I mean, untalented people in this town can still make a crapshoot well, of money. You know, crap ton of money. I I I I I just uh, think that it's um you know everybody has what they do and mm-hmm. um you know and some of it is palatable and some of it right is right right. It's not to. Each to his own. Each, Each to his yeah. own. But to to your point, I do. I would love it if things were more strenuous and show uh, directors were like, "Well, you, you could be in my show next time, but I'll have to see you do that number so, one more time." So it was called the Show Place of the South, and, and and they did production numbers, and it was a very um, and people being this was a time in in in, in history that uh, um, um, you know it was it really still wasn't acceptable to be gay, mm. um, and even. Uh, 
being dressed. You could at at some point in this town, you could still get arrested for wearing women's clothing. That changed in the uh, late sixties, early seventies. But uh, you could. I even remember going out in drag in the eighties, um, uh, and my friend, whose sister was a police officer, uh, said to us, uh, "Make sure you still have like one article of." male clothing on you when you're in drag like put your underwear on or something because you, if they stop you they can take you in for decent exposure okay so but I don't know if that was factual or if that was on rem- the books no but- I, I rem- I've been told that too uh, do you remember a choreographer he recently died a Memphis choreographer in his late 80s named Otis no, I don't think he, I know him. He would go to the pumping station. I I would. Uh, <gasps> was he just? Was, he was a choreographer. Was he just recently died? You mean just recently? Yeah, yeah, oh, I yeah. think I know who you're talking about now. Oh, he was my choreographer when I was in high school. Oh uh, my He taught goodness. me dance uh, here and there, but um, lovely, lovely at the visual. Couldn't remember shit, but right, well, lovely. He, uh, he also when you're eighty, I mean, he yeah, Otis was. Um, a very kind person, but God, he would tear you up in in observation, you know. Oh well, would, you know, he would just read you to feels, but not on purpose. Just. Well, sometimes that makes you better. I oh, think. definitely. I, I mean, I have thrived being critiqued heavily. You know, um, we've had directors that can be a little oh bitchy, and but it's, it makes you a better person. I, I you know. Um, but Otis, the director is God. Otis, <laughs> I, I was trying to interview him for actually Focus Magazine, who powers our podcast. Oh. I was going to interview him for Focus. I wanted to before he died. Because he would tell me stories that when he, I saw him at Pebbing Station, he loved to talk about the way it was. And he said, and he grew up in the 60s, 70s as a gay person here in Memphis. And he said that uh, there were bars that were known gay bars. You know, you couldn't call it a gay bar, but known gay bars that would have the stools. By, the, by law, they had to have the stools nailed to the ground so people wouldn't scoot them close to each other. Oh, and yeah. So they'd be far enough apart yeah. from one another so that um, you couldn't touch or something. And uh, there was no dancing. If you got to call oh, dancing, it would be terrible. But he that. said that about uh, wearing women's clothing, it was uh, a big deal to wear women's clothing. Yeah. And you had to have some kind of male article clothing to at least pretend. So. Right, right, to at least be... Uh, uh, um, gender specific. But he did say, even in the 60s and 70s, on Halloween, they'd let you dress as a lady. Oh, yeah, they couldn't. Yeah, that's why, that's why, that's why Halloween, I think, has become such a gay, iconic uh, yes. holiday because that was when you, you could, could be a lady. You're right. I mean, you, back then, you could do whatever you wanted to and you could walk anywhere. I remember actually, um, Going into grocery stores just for the hell of it because you could on Halloween and nobody, would be, oh girl, you look so good. Oh yeah. And if you walked in two days later, what the hell are you doing here, um, ma'am? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the sausage section's out too. <laughs> the sausage section, right? Uh, we don't serve your kind <laughs> up in here. No, no, no. But uh, have you ever been told that they wouldn't serve you at a certain place? I have uh, not, but I have I been have with en- friends. I've actually encountered that myself. I was in drag at a gas station downtown. The BP. Uh, down there, or something I can't. Remember. I'm not going mm-hmm. directions. I was it, I was going to the Cherry Memphis show that was at uh, right Ernestine Hazel's. Ernestine Hazel's, mm-hmm. and I stopped to get gas, and the guy tried not to sell me gas, and I was like about to break down. I was like, "Honey, you have to serve me gas." Oh I know my I, god! I know I look a fool I can't right now. You have to sell me gas. He did eventually too. I was like, "I got money, honey." I can't believe that. I know. I, I don't think I've ever been. He was. I've in, gotten a lot of looks. Uh, in places before, especially like in CKs in the early hours of the morning. Oh, I've been at CKs. Um, I mean, if, well, if you're in Midtown, uh, what I say, if you're in Midtown Memphis and you see a drag queen come into CKs, then and you're in mid in, in CKs in Midtown Memphis, you you're should, in our natural right. Habitat. So get over yourself, but yeah. uh, don't feed us. Right. Um, no, I I, I, I did I did I did get a little. Um, um, 
what's the word? I, I, I wasn't, I got some looks one time being at a, a, a bar, a late after hours bar. Can I say the name of the bar? Uh, which bar? Printer's Alley. Yeah, you could say, oh, here's <clears> that at last episode. Printer's Alley. Yeah, I was in Printer's Alley one night with a friend and we were in drag and, uh, I got some looks from, uh, people like what the hell are you doing here and i'm like well look around you there's like six of us here what why are you singling me out i guess you didn't look fishy enough uh, well i probably didn't and uh, uh this person was really messed up because um he kept saying that uh he i was sitting on his coat um because we were like in chairs anyway i was sitting on his coat well i wasn't sitting he was sitting on his own you're sitting on my coat like, <laughs> honey it's not me it's you you're sitting on your coat, uh probably. it's not me you drunk mother <laughs> Uh, but I hadn't gone back in there because I got also uh, just it was a weird vibe in that place. I didn't like oh, it. Printers, you know, there's a time and a place for printers. I just it's don't go anymore. Four o'clock in the morning. I just don't go anymore. And uh, the, the, what, that one night was a bad experience. I got that guy, and then some girl who I don't know who thought I guess they knew me, but came up and was like, "You know me, you know me." And I'm like, "No, I don't know you. I don't know who you are." And they got real upset. I didn't know who they were, and I did not know who they were. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry, hit the microphone. Ooh. Don't get too expressive. But now. no, Calm I know. I, I'm trying to sit on my hands. I mean, you know I can't talk if my the hands are tied. The coffee has gotten to you, Well, but you know I can't talk if my hands are tied down. Allison, let's refocus back let's to do. Uh, George's Disco. Let's do. George's Disco. It started off where? where well, it started off start? originally, I, I believe the first location was on Madison Avenue, which is where the barbecue shop is now. Do you know? Oh, uh, lovely. And I remember, I say this. The barbecue before, shop used to be George's. Well, that little part of it, that whole little, where the cleaners and all uh, that. Mercury oh, the whole Valley. thing was? I think it was, or maybe just a part of it. I didn't go in it because I was a child then. Oh, Imagine. Now I, now I want barbecue. <clears throat> I know, isn't it good? I love the barbecue shop. Uh, but I was a child, but I remember we used to go to the grocery, we, I grew up in Midtown Memphis and, um, we used to go to the grocery store, the Fred Monteezy's. And anybody remember the Fred Monteezy's? They got a Monteezy's still somewhere, right? Yes. Yeah, so over summer, on summer, yeah. but this was Fred Monteezy's. Oh, is that and, different uh, than regular Monteezy's? Well, I mean, I think it's the same family, but there were two Fred Monteezy's, or maybe three at maybe one they, time. I know there were two. Was it like a dueling thing? Well, that wasn't Monteezy at the time on, uh, this one on summer was a Liberty Cash or something. But it, it, Every time I hear the word name Monteezy, I, da, 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 it's easy. <laughs> what is it? What is it? What is it? Uh, five, two, six. Uh, that's a, that's a. It's Monteezy. What are the names? Uh, Gaddy, Kepler, Bienvenue, and Monteezy. Just one call. It's easy. That's it. Yeah. <sighs> Gosh, I remember the days when lawyers couldn't advertise. It was so nice. Oh, they couldn't <laughs> really. Adver- was. There was a time where they, they couldn't oh, advertise. Oh, yes, they couldn't. No, you couldn't put your jingle on the radio and um, and doctors you can, can catch me on the radio. You couldn't do that. No, no. It was like, you know, you just didn't do it. It was unethical, I guess. Or, uh, and doctors, you know, they have these little, you know, what's the one about the gas doctor? You know, the guy oh, bloating and all that. Oh, you couldn't advertise the- as a doctor? No. No, no, no. You know, but, but, you know, the cigarette commercials were every time you turn on TV, but now they can't do that America, anymore. America, the great experiment, like we said. You know, the Marlboro Man, did you ever know the Marlboro Man? Yes. Ooh, I think I met him one time at the pub. <laughs> I met him several times. No, I know you did. In different forms. Wait, 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 wait. So George's was at the barbecue shop. Right. Well, that location, right? That was the location. Yeah. Uh, do you remember why they moved and what year it was? I think he wanted to expand and get a bigger. Uh, and 616 Marshall, if you don't right. know, is a large I space. I think he wanted to expand. But I just, my, my, my point is, I remember driving by. Uh, going to Fred Montese, the grocery store. And in the showcase, like the marquee uh, thing out front, they had um, pictures of the show cast. Like, you know, their Oh, what headshots. year was that? It had to be like 70, 
Six seventy seven, seventy eight, maybe wow. seventy six. I was still. I mean, if I'm riding going to the store with my parents, I'm still young. So anyway, what uh, did the queens look like back then? Well, they never got up close uh, enough. They were, let's say makeup was a whole lot subtler back then. Mm. It wasn't. Um, I don't think they did contouring was not a thing, but it wasn't a thing for ladies in the seventies. I mean, makeup in the seventies was very uh, Con- minimal. Conjuring, minimal. Like you know, it was minimal. That's what I call it now. You know, you can look back at people. You can find some uh, photos um, of folks that were around that time, and they lots of blush. Yes, blush, blush above the eyebrow, blush below the yes, eyebrow, yes, yes. blush on your cheek, blush. On your but nose. in the showcase with the pictures, and I remember my daddy saying. Uh, about the place. That's where those funny boys go. Ooh, funny boys. I would love to open a drag bar called Funny Boys. Uh, little did he know. Uh, if you're he out had a there, funny boy in the car with him. You know who you are. <laughs> the people who have approached me about opening a drag bar, you know who you are listening to this. Funny Boys is the name I want. I love that. That's great. Funny Boys would be great. Oh my gosh, that would just be... The- Good evening, everybody. I'm Goldie D, and welcome to Funny, funny Boys. Boys. That would be just the end. That's what we should name this podcast. It's Funny the Boys. Funny Boys. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so that was my first experience. Even you know, you know, I, I even remember riding in the car, knowing at that point I'm a homosexual. This is not you going knew to. You that early? Uh, I did. When did you find out you were homosexual? Probably when I was three. You know, I remember because uh, I remember uh, uh, we were at somewhere and uh, um, a uh, friend of a fr- family said something about when you get married. Oh, Lord. And I remember sitting on the floor crying, I'm not going to marry a woman. I'm not going to marry that a woman. That sounds terrible. I know. But anyway, I mean, they, oh, you'll grow out of it. You know, I, I didn't. I remember being uh, four or five years old and telling my twin brother, David, that uh, I had a crush on Elvis Presley. And he's like, that's a boy. And I was like, I don't care. But I did it later on. I was made to care. But uh, uh, Elvis I'll, Presley was my first crush. Uh, Very uh, Memphis of A me. lot of people's first crush. Oh, so I dreamy. Mean, Young Elvis much. Presley. So beautiful. Oh, he was. Oh, there's nothing like him. I used to want to... Be, I, like when I envisioned myself growing up, I wanted to look like him so bad. Such a, a young, young him was well, so handsome. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was just he exuded sexuality oh. and everything. So a little lip quiver. Oh God, yeah. And he's a good singer too. Singer. Back to funny boys, <laughs> yes, or as, but, as Camille would call him, uh, an inconvenient woman. Oh, an inconvenient woman. Well, anyway, so um, that was my first. And I, like I said, I knew this was not going to be easy when my dad said that. Being, uh, but your dad is accepting, right? Well, he's, he was. He's, oh, but he's dead now. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone on to the grave. But you and your dad got along. Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't like it at first, but he got over it. That's so, it. My dad, too. So, I mean, it was one of those things. Uh, uh, but I remember thinking when he called, oh, this is not going to be easy. <laughs> 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 anyway, so, uh, but uh, then they moved. And um, <clears throat> still being a, a youngster in the community, I've only, I'd only gone to George's on Marshall a couple of times before they actually moved again to the downtown Front Street, and they and they called themselves GDI, GDI, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. At, wh- GDI on the when river. When was it its most successful? Uh, when was it its most successful I, incarnation? What, what GDI or, or George's? No, George's in I general? Think it was, I think it was on the Marshall location. It was called the Showplace of the South. And so, six one six Marshall has a deep history of having successful, um, short lived. It was businesses. called the Showplace of the South, and what it was is that you know people would come. From all over Kentucky, Arkansas, Mississippi, uh, uh, Missouri, because, you know, uh, gay bars at the time were not even few and far between. And um, Memphis had quite a few back then, uh, but Georgia's being the preeminent one. So let's talk about 
some other ones that were popular around that time. Uh, so you, around oh. the time that uh, you were going to bars. Well, there was Reflection. Reflection. What year was the Reflections uh, in its heyday? I would say... Oh, God. People are going to call me out because I'm going to get the years wrong. But I know it was... Uh, um, 86, 85, 84. What do you remember about Reflections? Um, that it was um, crowded and oh, yeah. fun. Where was and, it located? Uh, but, you know, uh, beside the Home Depot on uh, Avalon. You know, uh, there the, was a, the one that I live close by? Yes. You could, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I could have walked you know, to Reflections. Camille lived uh, uh, on Oh, yeah. He lived yeah, on that. She lived on that she street. She lived yeah. on that street. And, uh, right, you know, Reflection was in her backyard. And so uh, it was uh, – it's torn down now, but there was a little side um, – the Home Depot went around. Oh, the Home Depot. My mic, honey. My mic. The Home Depot uh, Jesus, turned around. Jesus, talking. Anyway, there were – actually, when it first opened, there were two bars uh, in that building. Uh, I can't even picture where that's at. It's not there anymore. I'll have to The show. building is it's gone. Not, it's, it's gone. gone. Okay. Yeah, because I, I think it's now the garden center for Home Depot. Oh, okay. Because um, there was a little department store called Zayer. I don't know if anybody knows the Zayer. Dana, and, Dana uh, what kind of clothes did Zayer have? It was a discount store, yeah. wasn't it? It was – Yes, very Kmart-esque. My, Kmart. My, my family loved it because uh, it was Midtown. We didn't travel Zayers. a lot. Of, yeah, Zayer. Uh, and they had a little snack bar. with. Uh, it always smelled like popcorn because they would always have the popcorn up front in the thing popping. You know At what I mean? Zayers? Yeah, they had the hot dogs and what the little thing that went around. What did reflection smell like? <laughs> Poppers. <laughs> 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 it did because people would be on the dance floor. I mean, do you remember? I mean, I know poppers are now uh, a thing for people. Uh, they've always been a thing for sexual uh, escapades. I've, but... I've never done them myself. Oh, really? I, I, I have done so many things. It's not something I've done. It's poppers. Oh, well, they're fun anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's heard tell. Oh, I mean, I, I've heard people say anal sex is never painful with enough poppers. Oh, God. But don't you kill a brain cell every time you do a popper? Uh, no more than I think you do with other drugs, probably. What about a jalapeno popper? <laughs> you, you, kill, you kill some hemorrhoids. <laughs> you fire up some hemorrhoids with that one, honey. Uh, but anyway, no. So um, it, at, with that location, there were two bars. There was an upstairs and a downstairs at that building that Reflection was in. And it was uh, called – one part was Backstreet, which was the boys' bar. And upstairs – or I don't I may have gotten it – Wrong. The boys bar. Because Backstreet was over by Well, that was Blue later. Monkey. That came later. The other Backstreet. That came later. Well, Backstreet. This was Backstreet. And I had no pen- idea that Backstreet had multiple. Well, it wasn't the same person, so this was just a name. Backstreet's a, 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 a popular name for gay bars. There was one in Atlanta. Big Backstreet in Atlanta was big. Backstreet in Atlanta sounds like a There was a Backstreet. There was a Backstreet in Backstreet in Atlanta. There was a Backstreet in Little Rock as well, I think, not related to anybody. It's just it's just a, you know because it's got. That. There was a Backstreet in Little Rock sounds like a country song, but Backstreet in Atlanta sounds like a porno. Well, see, it probably was. Did you ever go? To, you never went to Backstreet in Atlanta. It was a porno. I did not honey. go to Backstreet in Atlanta, honey. I knew you would. Um, uh, there was uh, yeah. Anyway, we'll get to Atlanta later, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so the pendulum was the lesbian bar. So there were two bars in that. Where was building. the pendulum upstairs? There was like you had the building was two story. So uh, downstairs was. We're talking street. about reflections in that though. building. I'm saying in that building. Yeah. And then they all closed. And then uh, Tommy Stewart, who uh, is gone now, but he opened reflection. And so um, downstairs was the dance area where you could uh, bar and dance floor. And that's where, you know, you're on the dance floor. And people are back then. They would. 
hit your uh, arm and they hand you a, a popper and you sniff your popper and dance your and then uh, invariably somebody. What does a popper do for you that makes you want to do it on a dance floor? You know, it's funny. I get music, the, perp- the lights and does it, it make the lights do something I'm different? Just, Dana, just, are you familiar? with It's this? a head rush. No, I'm not. Dana's. I don't, I don't have Dana's pleading the fifth. Yeah, right. Dana. I made a, I made a little. Uh, speaking of poppers, I made a straight friend of mine one time. She was house sitting for a gay coworker of hers, and um, she was uh, looking through his uh, bedside Stuff. table. She I'm like cleaning solutions. Well, she found his toys and his poppers, uh, and I said, "Oh, oh, hey, I want you to try this. Okay, undo the top, and." Uh, Put it up to your nose, close one nostril, and breathe in. And so she did, and she was like, whoa. <laughs> How long does a popper high last? Not long. Not very long. A few minutes. It's kind of like huffing, isn't it? Yeah, it's all the, the same thing. The funny, it's an the, funny thing to, the funny thing to me is that you know they sell them at the sex shops and stuff. It always looks like a five-hour energy drink to me. Yeah, well, uh, they used to call VCR head cleaner, they used to call them. Because oh. yeah, you couldn't really. Yeah, you were supposed to go, oh, uh, we're selling these uh, poppers. See, after all that, you can still remember names from 30 years VCR ago. VCR head cleaner. I mean, anyway, so, but invariably when you were on the dance floor, somebody would you know, drunk and flailing arms, they'd knock the popper out of somebody. So the whole dance floor would smell like like poppers. You could get almost a high from just walking in the bar. Oh, what a convenience. Um, Oh, the good old days. You don't have to name this person. We should probably not name this person. We should probably not name this person. Beer and poppers. What what a great combination. Oh, I'll I'll take chocolate and poppers. (laughs) I I like beer. Um, uh, that sounds like a nice Valentine's gift. I like beer and poppers. Are you writing a song? <laughs> no. That's going to be, oh, can that be our uh, theme music? I like you beer said, and poppers. No, you said I like chocolate. I like beer what was that song? Sex and candy? Oh, I don't remember. I like sex and candy. Okay. You don't know that song? I, I do think that needs to be a soundbite in a future advertisement. Oh, I like sex and candy. Who okay. sings it? Okay, so. Marcy Playground. <gasps> Marcy Playground. Thank you, Dana. Dana, I love it. I can't remember. You know, when MTV was on and all the videos were popular, I remembered everybody who sang the song because it would show their name on yes. the video. And now I don't see the videos, so I don't know everybody's name. Uh, back. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we Just have saying. a we have a friend, and you've told me this story. Yes. And so has this friend told me this story. Both both of you have told me this story. And they huffed something. Uh, they shall remain nameless and passed out on their heating vent. Is that a true story? <laughs> oh, their floor furnace. Their floor furnace. But it was, it was summertime, so their face was saved. It was <laughs> that is the best story I've ever heard. He said, girl. <laughs> Please try to guess just by this impersonation. Girl, when I got home last night, I was doing some more Ethel. God, is that what you called it? This was Ethel. This was different than Poppers. Oh. Ethel's you. Ethel, Ethel. Ethanol, something or rather. Oh, you, okay. You, 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 you sprayed it on a cloth. I hate to say the word rag. It makes it sound so dirty. Oh, no, it's a rag. Definitely a clean behavior. Uh, yeah. pro- a hanky. Because, I mean, I have a, I mean, you can call something. I had a friend that one time said, you can call it a washcloth, but once it hits your ass, it's a rag. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> washcloth. Or washcloth. But it was a cloth, and you would spray the, um, the, 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 the substance onto a cloth, and you would breathe it through your mouth, not your nose, so you'd inhale it that way. So, um he said that I'd gotten home. I was doing a little bit more ethyl when I got home. And he goes, and then I woke up, girl, face down on the floor furnace. And I'm like, oh, my Lord. It was a good thing it was summer. I'd have been burnt up. I don't know. She, looked like, she would look like a waffle iron on her face or something. 
And I'm like, Bless why did heart. you keep doing it? I mean, it's like, I, I guess I, it's one of those things that's fun when you're around people, but I can't imagine doing it alone. Drugs are always fun in a group setting, you're right. I mean, I just can't imagine sitting around the house thing. doing an inhalant for the hell of it. Well, <laughs> we're know. not doing those things anymore. We're on no, just the beer nowadays. No. Uh, but Reflections, that was 19 when? 80. 80 something to 80, late 80, middle. Late, and what late were 80s. the what were the other gay bars that were their competition well, there was, around that time? Uh, well, let's see. There was J Wags. But it was J Wags comes up in more stories about Memphis because it was Memphis. around for a long time. It was the oldest gay bar for a long time because it why did continues. it close? Well, I don't really know. Um, um, I'm, I was at the. I was there the last night it was open. What was that like? Uh, it was kind of fun. It was uh, people tearing things off the walls. Well, not really. We did still. I didn't. Um, but friends of mine, the group I was with, took all the pool balls off the oh, uh, kind of pool weird. table to have as momentum. And, and one of my dear friends has the eight ball on his. Oh, um, not the kind of don't, eight ball you're used to. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't name him because I don't want him to get in trouble about the eight ball. But oh, who did the, cool. Well, Tommy's dead and the bar's gone. So what's it? Uh, what's who it has the eight ball? Steve Speed has the eight. Oh, I love Speedy. He, he has it on his little bar. He wouldn't have stolen in. it. He got it. Second no, well, actually, no, he did because he didn't take that one. A friend of ours who did moved out of the city and said, "This won't mean anything to me. I don't." I'm not from here. I don't so how here. long was J-Wags open, you think? It was open in the 60s, I believe. And then, because you always, it's funny when you talk to people who've been in Memphis for a long time. Even straight people. Yeah, they talk about J-Wags. I was in J-Wags. I'm yeah. Like, like people nowadays will come up to me as a uh, a young 20, 21-year-old uh, drag queen, and they'll ask me about J-Wags, mm. and I have no idea. But it's straight older people that want to know. Yeah. Like, hey, do you remember J? They want to talk about Trixie Thunder. Uh, I don't know if I can say that. Thunder Pussy. Trixie Thunder. What's her name? Oh, Trixie Thunder Pussy. Uh, Trixie Thunder Pussy. They would talk about Trixie Thunder yes. Pussy, and they would talk about... They had drag shows at, at J-Wags. It wasn't Gina Lolo Jupiter at J-Wags? I don't think Gina... No, Gina was... I don't think she was... A, she might have been in there, but I don't think she was on cast. Gina, uh, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> what other queen? No. What other queens were on cast at J-Wags? Oh my gosh, there was Brie LeBlanc at one time, and um, um, I mean, a lot of folks got their start there. Camille, Camille got her start. Camille is my drag mother. Uh, Collins got her start, I think, at Camille J-Wags. Collins. Uh, um, there was uh, well, um, Safonda Peter. Oh, she you know she died. Uh, she was everywhere, but she would. Didn't she die in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, or something like that? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Um, she was in a lot of bars, uh, not just Jaywags, but Jaywags was a place like they had an earlier show for their cast. But if you were working at another bar, uh, which there was a bar at Memphis once time called one spun time called another bar. Oh. Anyway, uh, if you were working at some other establishment, you could always they had a. Uh, breakfast show at J-Wags. It started at 3.30, I believe it a was. breakfast show. It's called The Breakfast Show. And uh, so all the queens that may have been working in other establishments would show up down there. Uh, and, late uh, and do the breakfast and do the show. show. Joanne was there. There was, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. I know Dina Day was there. Um, uh, Who was your favorite? Before you get, this was before you were doing drag. Yes, right? yes, yes. Who yes, was yes. your favorite queen at that time? Oh my gosh. And why? Um, I don't know if it was J-Wags, but my fa- one of my favorite, I loved there was a lot of Memphis queens I loved. I loved Hedy McDaniel. Oh yeah, uh, I love. Sof- she's not dead. No, she's dead. Hedy McDaniel. Yeah, is, she uh, she just doesn't work very much anymore. Doesn't right? do drag I, I, at all. I don't think oh. anymore. Um, there was uh, a wonderful. Some people find it controversial. I liked her because she reminded me of Lucy Arnaz. Because it uh, it was so summer holiday. How dare you call her Lucy on this? Well, she did kind of look like her. If you ever he had his real hair, he used his, she used her real hair. And uh, it was like when Lucy was going, Arnell's was going that salt and pepper stage. 
Are you talking about Lucille Ball? Lucille Ball's daughter, Lucy Arnaz. Oh, okay. That makes more yes. sense. You know, there was, uh, um, yes, she named her daughter after herself, but she spelled her name with an I-E instead of a, a Y. She was L-U-C-I-E, Lucy Arnaz. Oh, I don't remember much about Lucy You didn't watch Here's Lucy? No, I'll safely say no. Uh, she had both her children on that show with her. I, I remember when I read Lucy Ball has an autobiography called uh, Love, Lucy, mm-hmm. and uh, her daughter writes the foreword. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I forgot that her name was exactly the same. <sighs> what was the son's name? Desi Junior. Yeah, Desi Junior. It was Lucy and Desi. Yeah, Jr. that's why the kids were named after them. So they were both on that Here's Lucy show, and it was really cute and good. And he was a dra- he was one of my first gay crushes. I think little 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 Desi, Desi Junior. Oh, he was so cute. Okay, when uh, anyway, we're getting off the subject. Yeah, who was your favorite queen? Oh, I was like Summer Holiday. I think she was fun. Why? What about her? Do you? Remember I just like Summer. I just thought. It's one of the first I think I'd actually seen. I mean, I remember going, um, oh, my God. I, I, I remember a story, speaking of Georgia's, the, one of the few times I was in the Georgia's on Marshall, uh, I had gone with a friend of mine who is um, gone on now. She, has, um, she was a lesbian, uh, but she had breast cancer. She's gone on. But anyway, we were going to Georgia's, and she was infatuated with this drag queen named Roxy Blue, who's also – Oh, I have heard stories about Roxy, yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> she had uh, just loved Roxy. And Roxy at one time was kind of like famous because uh, she was really – pretty and um is even, she right she was a real yes she used her real hair and and, and she was on a billboard one time for a Ooh. store at the mall of memphis do you, you all remember the mall of memphis yeah like, what kind of store was it's that? called in step it was like a uh, kind of like a rainbow well a little bit better higher and they had like uh you know fun clothes cocktail occasion where maybe and I, they I, used her in a billboard well, she was on the big billboard above the mall it was roxy blue laying in some dress it was fabulous and I mean, here all these um, families going to taking their children well, to the little uh, uh, sports park that's right this, across here's from this transvestite. You know, there's that, there's that uh, right there at American Way. There's that yeah. sports complex where all the people play softball in little league, and the best, there's a drag queen laid right across the billboard. They at the got mall. the best hairpiece places out there. They on do American on American Way, Way. cheap, yeah. But um, she um, anyway. Uh, but also, there was a. I heard if they did it, I, I, I can't. Um, no, this is factual or not, but there was a, a local band, like, uh, you know, a band that played bars, uh-huh. and they were called Roxy Blue, and they say they named them after themselves after her. Well, she made it. She definitely made an impact. But anyway, Roxy was my friend went up, oh my God, I love you. She tipped her, pre tipped her to do a number that she liked to see Roxy do in the show. So mm-hmm. I don't even know if that show at Georgia's, they did three numbers. I mean, the show went the sh- on and the on. The show went forever. Well, there was a show side, so you could. It go was, get away from it if, if you, want. you wanted to go dance you go dance come back you know you, it wasn't like some bars that you go into and the show just dominates the whole yeah. um uh, landscape you can get out and you can go and do whatever it's a separate show side but anyway so we've been drinking as you are gasp to mm, yeah and so roxy did her sets and the number it was her final number, and she didn't do the number that my friend had uh, Gasp again. asked for. So being beer bust and whatnot, my, uh, I know there was a cup of beer. I don't know if we were drinking beer. It may have been over by this time. But anyway, my friend goes up to Roxy like she's going to tip her and threw the beer in her face. Uh, I'm like, oh, my God. You've... So we like immediately 
What would you do if somebody threw a beer in your face? Oh, I don't. I, I think I would. That, I think it would cause me to get physical with I, it. I would be terrible. I've seen. I've not seen that too many times. I've Have seen, you ever thrown a beer in anybody else's yeah, face? Yeah, not in, on stage. Where, where at? When? Well, in a what bar. Was the, what was the situation? Oh well, this guy. I was. Um, um, who was it? Was had I been? Had I dated him before? I don't know. Anyway, it was funny. I'd bumped and spilt a drink on somebody. And they're like, you did that on purpose. You did that on purpose. And I'm like, no, if I did it on purpose, I've done this. Ooh. I, one time, uh, I think I, it was bad. It was one of those things we had dated and it didn't end good. And, uh, and he was kind of, you did that on purpose. Oh, well, uh, the only time I think I've ever thrown a drink in anybody's face, I was, uh, in Fort Lauderdale with a boyfriend and, um, and we, it was a classy establishment that we were at. Because, you know, Fort Lauderdale has a million gay bars. Oh, they do. And some of them are kind of higher end because there's some rich gay right. old people who live there. At the Wilton Manors. The Wilton Manors, an island. An island of queers, uh, of misfit toys. Yeah, we're on the island. <laughs> but, um, of this, rich old queens. I was with my boyfriend at this bar, and this older fat guy kept sitting next to me and, like, bothering, like, pestering the crap out of me. <laughs> Like, uh, and I must have looked cute that night or something because he would not get away. I mean, also, I was the only one under 30 there, so that helps. Uh, even the boyfriend I was with was in his 30s, at least. But um, we, he would not leave me alone, and my boyfriend had just bought me a full drink. And he was like, don't you want to ditch that guy? I could buy you a million drinks. And so I was like, you can have this one. And I put, put it in his face. But then I, I was pretty drunk, and I didn't. he didn't leave. He's like, well, I, if you think that'll get me to go away, you've got another thing coming. So I broke the glass, and then I threw it at him. Oh, my gosh. It was very hostile. Um, I did see another time somebody threw a drink on a um, um, on a drag queen. It was uh, simply Vana. Vana. No. It was at Reflection, and um, <clears throat> there was something going on between this uh, gentleman went up to tip Vana. She's doing her number, and he gave her, like, pennies or change. Oh, yeah. They can keep that shit. Right. So Vana was like, just do it like back at the person. So the person do the drink at on um, Vana. Well, this disrupted Trixie Thunderpussy was uh, actually at J uh, reflection. She was show director and she, she comes out. Fit, she, she comes out. You don't throw drinks on my girls. You do not throw drink. Where's Stuart? Somebody go get Stuart. Get him up here. And there was a, cause when the person threw the drink on Vana, of course she went like eh, clawing after him and the people were pulling him apart. It was, and so I had a friend that was uh, with me at, cause it was up, like reflection was also like one of those bars. You could watch the show, you could leave yeah. and they had seats all around like ledges built. You could sit on. So my friend was sitting there and he thought it was part of the show. He didn't realize it was <laughs> actually like, oh, what this is entertaining really, yeah. show. And, oh my goodness. I'm like, no, this is real. <laughs> he was like, Oh my God, this is great. It's very exciting. And it's like lifelike. I'm like, it actually happened. I, the, the closest I've ever been with an encounter like that is that girl at DKDC that I had to, uh, I believe I oh, called, no. I called her a, I called her fat bitch on the you microphone you and know. I got chastised by well, the audience. The audience didn't like me talking about her body, but she got in my goddamn uh, gosh no. darn way. Well, that, you know, you, you, you've handled it like Queens in the past. Kirby Kincaid one time at Rumples, which was another bar. G. Billington Rumples was down the road uh, from Reflection. It was on Madison, actually across from where the original Georgia's was right mm-hmm. there. And uh, she was uh, had told these girls who were the uh, 
show took place on the dance floor at Rumpel's. So Ooh. it shut everything down. And oh, Rumpel's was just recently tear, tear, torn the down. The building was yeah. torn down. Yeah, yeah. It was Madison Square. Was yeah, last, Madison uh, and um, yeah. McLean. So um, anyway, she had told these people she was hosting the show. Kirby Kincaid was also a, one of my favorite drag queens. She was a, a very large personality, but mm. also funny as all get out. Um, <clears throat> anyway, nicely told these people, these ladies – straight girls that were visiting the club that evening uh, to back up because, you know, this is where the girls are working. You gotta have to give them some room. They kept crouching, you know, crouching in closer, mm-hmm. closer on the dance floor. So after she had had enough, uh, Kirby had, was very ugly to the lady and the mm-hmm. lady, you can't talk to me that way. So Kirby slaps her <gasps> and pulls no her. And she way. had a necklace on. So the girl goes after Kirby like, oh, you can't do that. So Kirby like grabs her. The girl had a necklace on, tore her necklace off, threw the necklace down. It was just like, oh, my God. Wow. I've never done that. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, no, you <clears throat> you just have to rise above it. Derek, I'll give you a little piece of advice when people do that stuff. Um, you, 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 you didn't. I did learn that lesson at DKC because I, so that, so this girl basically yes. would not, she just wouldn't well, let me do my number. Tell everyone that it was Cinco de Mayo. And it, the girl was drunk on margaritas. It was 10 o'clock in the evening, yes. probably celebrating all day long. Cinco de Mayo was on a Saturday this year and it was a, a, a party central. And DKC is a small venue. Very small place. Not really, uh, uh, not really a drag location, but we do shows there all the time. God, God willing, they'll have us back. We yes. enjoy it. Uh, we but we love you. We love Karen, you, Steve, we love Steve, you. Ann. Steve Ann and Karen. But um, I, she wouldn't let me do my number, and I was in the middle of it, and she like stopped me from like physically stopped me from doing it, and I got so close to her and was screaming at her and telling yes. her to get the but f she out. Didn't. She didn't. And she was unfazed, and then I got on the microphone and I called. I said, "Hey, fat, whatever." <laughs> And um, that this guy that had been giving me, he was wearing a Gucci belt, I remember, so such a handsome um, Latino-looking guy. He knew my name, too. I think we had met prior. Oh, um, how'd you meet? I, just like how I meet every other person uh, at halfway closed. And uh, he was wearing a Gucci belt. I remember him he was giving me so much money that night. And when I called her a fat B-word, he went, Goldie, no. Oh, Goldie, don't. Really guilt-tripped me. Made me feel oh, bad. Yeah, so I apologize. and kind of apologize for that thing about Facebook, but... You know, people expect you to be above. Pri- when oh, you walk your feet, don't touch prob- the ground. Yeah, well, uh, how I want to deserve you. Yeah, well. that kind of thing. But yeah, you guys got to rise above it. But yeah, these. Uh, the, oh gosh, and then there were some I won't um, name names. Some drag queens through history just were just combative. I guess you would say if okay. somebody had you know walked across them, they would just lose their shit and just mm-hmm. go crazy and. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah honey, we ain't at the, yeah, you we, know, we ain't at Radio City Music Hall. Bef- we're, 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 we're lip syncing to uh, somebody else's songs in a dive yeah. bar in Memphis, Tennessee. Don't Did, take which you probably so didn't, seriously. you probably didn't even rehearse this, honey. Let's right, be real. So, I mean, you walked in front of me. Yeah. But, um, um, so back to older gay bars. Yes. We're probably missing a couple that are uh, staples. Well, Amnesia was a big... Amnesia. A big That's what we need to talk about. Memphis. That one was... For a long time. It was open like 10 or 11 years. I Where was Amnesia? It was on Poplar at um, Poplar right past uh, 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 um, Walnut Grove. You know, right... Well, you know, one side... The back side was Walnut Grove. The front side was Poplar. That kind of, sounds kind of far away. You know where Census was. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. All, Census wasn't a gay bar. But no, but we did have uh, 
They drag have, shows. Yeah, and they had gay, gay nights. I was the hostess there one time, yeah, too. Camille did them there. Dolores Davenport yes, was there. Yes, yes, yes. Jade started there. Yes, it was a little far. It was the first one out of like the, we call it the Fruit Loop, I guess you would say, because it was a little further. Um, nowadays, being a native Memphian, that was not Midtown. Uh, when no. you crossed the parkways, you were in East Memphis. But now people consider it Midtown. Uh, Midtown goes to Highland, I think, yeah. now. I, I don't know if that... But anyway, so um, um, it opened. The people that had... <clears throat> when George moved... Uh, actually, George was getting out of uh, uh, the bar business, and he sold the... Uh, what did he do after the bar business? I don't know. I don't really know. I don't think... I think he just retired. Oh, okay. Because um, he was getting old then. Um, anyway, um, probably, and I should I, probably I'm, know that. And I'm sure owning a bar uh, wears on the well, body a good so bit. So these two uh, gentlemen, Frank and David, Frank Cooper and David. Oh, I've heard about Frank David. David opened uh, – oh, I don't know if Georgian moved it before. Anyway, they had GDI. And uh, uh, anyway, they had um, – um, when they decided they were moving GDI, they moved – they opened Rumpel's in Midtown. And then they decided – Reflection. We still had quite a few bars. They were – you know, there was um, – Reflection, and uh, 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 you still had J-Wags and Rumples, and then you had, like, uh, uh, Oops was a bar that was... Uh, Oops? It's over near Sears Crosstown. It ended up being Metro at the last... Uh, oh, yeah. But it was Oops. And How was long good. was Metro open before it closed? I don't Metro was more yeah, recent, for those yeah. of you who don't know. It was a pretty... It was open a good, good stretch. It doesn't have a roof right now, I don't think. No, I don't think so. Um, but uh, anyway, there were a lot of little... There was, um, you know, for for the ladies, there was uh, WKRB, not TARP, WKRB. What does that stand for? I don't. Well, the girl lady that owned, I think it was Barbara, so I think it had something to do with that. I don't know. The jungle was where Drew's is now. Yes, and that was called the construction site, and it was called David's at one time. Wow. If you go into Drew's, you know that wall, they have all the old bars yeah, yeah. written on the wall. Uh, and then the pumping station was Pipeline. It originally. was a pipeline, and I used to have this wonderful little saying that doesn't apply anymore because it doesn't roll off the tongue. Uh. You know, they would say, well, girl, I saw you with that guy last night. How was he? I say, well, he's doing a pipeline pinch. Oh, that's but you can't, cute. Pumping station pinch doesn't, pumping ro- station. doesn't roll off oh, the I'll, tongue. Oh, I'll use pumping station He'll pinch. He'll do a pumping station it pinch. Would still, it would still be applicable, Well, I since think. we, you know. That Even was, though the drinks are probably made way more expensive now than they were they, then. Oh, yeah. Well, you see, you didn't, when you were young, and I don't mean to be in disrespect to the establishment now, but back in those days, you had certain people, places, you had certain bars for certain crowds. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. You know. The pipeline was definitely like a leather. Or an older crowd, leather older type. Crowd. Yes, that was their 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 their, their thing. So. I always I always think of them as a sister bar to Rawhide or uh, right, right, something like that. In and New so, Orleans, New Orleans. I mean, so when you're you know younger, the only the only time that like yeah, um, everybody went was they had a wonderful tea dance on Sunday afternoons, and uh, they had. Very ice cold beer and people went there then. But if you went like on a Saturday night, why are you going there? You know? I think that the pumping station. When you're young and twenty something years old, the pumping station now is such a uh, integral part of what. Memphis oh, it is. is. It is. I mean, it's it, it, it's one of the few places we have. Left we have two, well, we have two gay bars for yeah. those of you who are listening and don't know that. And we have Drew's Place, which is, I guess, it was started off kind of like a lesbian bar. It's kind of just all inclusive drag yes. bar now. Yes. Uh, and then uh, the old pipeline it, it turned into the newest version which is the pumping, pumping station, station yeah. but the pumping station is super inclusive which oh, the, yeah. pu- the pipeline wonderful. kind of wasn't no not really pipeline was more you know they i remember exclusive. having well i remember having um they didn't allow drag queens to come in the pipeline yeah remember, isn't that funny the the uh gays used to discriminate against each other at one oh point. Yeah, yeah they did they did oh gosh i remember uh 
um, you know, uh, back in the day, you 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 meet somebody, a nice little guy, and you say, "Oh well, you know, what are you doing tomorrow?" Well, I'm 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 good. I have a drag show. Oh oh. Oh, and that was a that was a killer. Yeah, like I'm sorry. You know? I don't do drags. No. I'm like, oh, well, you're missing out, honey. <laughs> you know, you know that's it, the the culture has changed because nowadays I tell people that I do drag and it makes them more interested. Well, in yeah. Me. Well, there's always been that little, you know, um, particular bent, if you want to call it. Well, now everybody, boys are more intrigued by me nowadays. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, well, right I mean, now. I think it's you know, everything's. Uh, with all these, uh, they really do, now we're getting so deep on this. Yeah, oh, the, the only thing they really want you to know, like to know now, is if you're good at it. If you're good at it, that's what they want to know. Right, right, that right, makes right, it better. Right, right, if you're right. good at yeah, it, that, well, you got to be good at it. You got to be unclockable. <laughs> oh, you mean uh, you can pass? Is that passable, passable. No, I think you just got to have. They want you to perform well nowadays too. They like a good performer. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, we're all uh, everybody's their own. Everybody's a critic these days. Oh, too, yeah. Right? You know, with a platform like Facebook. And Twitter and Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. Social. See, all these things happen before social media. I mean, we we would go out. You never. I mean. You could wear your outfits multiple times, but nobody saw it if yeah. they were if you weren't there that night. I mean, you got to make sure they see it. Actually. I mean, you could wear it like like like. See, Camille that's... would tell me she would uh, uh, sometimes break in an outfit on a Thursday night when nobody was really was there. Out, yeah, and she'd wear it again on Thursday or Sunday because. Saturday or Sunday. Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, I'm sorry. Because well, nobody really saw it, and then if you nobody we didn't post it on social media, so you know you can wear it next week too. Is there anything about Not that she would do that? Sorry, no. Darling. Camille would never rewear an outfit. Not that we would. Well, she did. You know, never ever. Right. Uh, <laughs> Oops. Um, is there anything that old gay culture in Memphis? Uh, is there anything that you miss about that from? Today, I mean, I think today is pretty fabulous. But, but is oh, you... it's fun. But I miss, I miss, I miss the fact that um, I, I, I think I miss the fact that it was more a social place to go and a visit. You saw everybody. I mean, you you had if you wanted to socially socialize, yeah, with other homes. if you wanted to cruise and pick up right, a, a trip, right, right? Like I was just telling Dana earlier, I said, you know that. that uh, uh, used to why 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 do people need to go out and buy a drink? I mean, we used to go out and buy a new shirt, buy a new blouse to go out in. Yeah, gotta wear this tonight. You know, you get ready, doll. So you up. could be cruised, right? And you know, and someone gave you, bought you a drink, gave you their phone number. And nowadays, it's like, well, how do you date? I didn't. How do you date these days? I don't know how to date. I watched a uh, film at the Outflix Film Festival two years ago that was about uh, it's like older gay culture, and uh, the guy was calling. A service and like that, like on a rotary phone, calling a service on a, <laughs> on a phone, and that was old. Yeah, <laughs> calling a service on a phone, and uh, if somebody answered, you would go meet them. You know oh. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like uh, it would, it would connect you like with that. a random person. Oh, yeah, like a like a like a, like a hotline, hotline. Yeah, but it wouldn't connect yeah, yeah. you with a sex. Uh, no, 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 speaker no, no, or anything no, 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 like no, no, no. that. It would connect you with another random person that was calling into the service. Right, 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 uh, right. It's like the old ancient grinder. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And so, do you? So you miss people but, being but, forced to socialize. Right, and then you know, I think that's why um, some bars are suffering or the gay. But we don't really. Just saying, I don't know if there's a need for actual. I mean, there is a need, I think, for gay bars, but we've 
infiltrated such I mean, uh, Zebra Lounge, Bar DKDC, right. Young Avenue Molly Deli. Even. They've all let us conquer them. Uh, what did, I'm probably missing some, but yeah. I, mean, I don't know. They'll, I've not been in Molly and Drag. Have you, Molly Fontaine? Oh, yeah. See, I haven't, so, but uh, I, it's very uh, accepting. I've been everybody. all over this well, town and drag. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wear out the straight bars. Ooh. I've been to Lafayette, <laughs> uh, local, um, all of them. Yeah. I'm probably missing one. Uh, what was the Alchemy? You've been in Alchemy. I've been in Alchemy, and I've been. Oh, I love Alchemy. We Shout out to Alchemy. Oh, hello, Alchemy. And then uh, what was the uh, Murphy's that night? We went to Murphy's. Oh, Murphy's. I've been. Uh, you know, Murphy's used to do drag. So I heard briefly. that. Yes. Yeah. The, the the thing about Memphis and gay people nowadays is that it, I though I would like more gay bars just because I would like more places designated for us, the drag queens and stuff like that. Gay people can go anywhere here. Well, yes, yeah. I, that's true. But I was just. But but, but then I mean, that was your. Why George's was so popular back in the day? It yeah. was your your social club. It was your 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 outlet, the only place you went to see. I mean, I can remember back in the day seeing people that I saw in the clubs. That if you saw them out in public, they said they wouldn't speak to you oh, because they wow. didn't want people to know that they were gay. People do that to me, but we've met on on. Well, I mean, it's you scorn though. It's like uh <laughs> That's a different type of thing. It wasn't because they didn't want you to know they were gay because you, they wanted to go back and you wouldn't let them have it. Is yeah, that it? I don't know what it was. But I, uh, <laughs> when, uh, cut them off. Cut them off. <laughs> when they get clingy, cut them off. That's right. Uh, don't make me talk to you. Uh, Damn. Uh, God, you don't look like Bradley Cooper in the light. I, what is it? That's why I get up and leave in the night. Uh-huh. <laughs> Only Bradley Cooper when the moon's out. Oh gosh! Oh, we, we have your beer goggles. Are your 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 gin goggles? Gin on. goggles on. Everybody looks like Bradley Cooper around closing time. Yeah, hey. amen. We used to have what we call friends of mine. I, <clears throat> don't know if it was me, but um, friends of mine used to say when it was uh, close to closing time, said, girl, let's go look for the sidewalk sale. Oh, yeah. Get what you can at a discounted rate even. <laughs> I had a friend one time uh, who came up. We were standing around uh, a, a bar, uh, and, and he said, well, y'all get any numbers? Have y'all met anybody tonight? And I'm like, no. He goes, I say we start stealing wallets. <laughs> Did you? No. No, you thought I about say it. We start stealing wallets. Yeah, well, <laughs> you can get a couple numbers out. I mean, way. I had a friend that when uh, doesn't live here anymore, but if he went out, he had a he'd set a certain quota of numbers he needed to get that evening. I miss that. Sounds get, lovely. He didn't get those. He would be like depressed in the car. Like, that, oh, he, got he, one. I wish that I wish that guys would stop using. Well, you know, is the younger generation using Grinder? I don't. I don't I have don't one. I don't you know. don't have one. Uh-uh. I don't think that the younger generation's using Grinder. I think the younger generation's using Instagram, Snapchat, and things to meet people. Well, I did see one person uh, on someone's um, Grinder that this really person that said, um, "Message me on Instagram. I'm more likely to respond there." See, no, yeah, I would. I definitely check my Instagram messages all the time, mostly because, this, like I said, those guys send me nasty messages, and I need to <laughs> keep a. Breath. I don't respond. What but. kind of? Do you get you get those uh, 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 lewd and lascivious pictures, you, like you know? Yeah, um, a lo- lot of a uh, lot of um, uh, Z- you know how people used to Xerox copies of their ass right, in the office right, settings. Right. I think Snapchat and Instagram is the new Xerox ass. I think so too. Because it, you get a lot of ass pics. Yeah. Oh no, they're not sending me. They want my ass pic. I well, don't think they. 
<laughs> but I told him, I told, I'll Xerox it to you and I'll send it to uh, Well, girl, come to the club. Carrier. You can see yeah. it. I mean. It's out. It's she, out there. She, uh, I remember that uh, uh, that Easter bonnet party you came to, and that dress was so slight. In the Ooh. daylight, girl. I'm like, I was tan, Ooh. though. She's like, sun kiss. It was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Perky. Oh, Yes, it, yes, it's very. But, but you know, you used to. I don't know why people used to Xerox their ass, but that was how you. Well, it was just like you know voyeurism. Well, or, it was like, oh my god, I, I'm I'm not supposed to be doing this. Oh naughty, my butt's on the right, photocopier. And then you know, it's a photocopier, right? Dana? It was, yeah, and they, did, and <laughs> they don't have those anymore, do they? Do they? Oh, they do. They do. do people photocopy things still. No, these, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think you so. don't need a giant machine for it anymore, do you? Remember you, Reagan, you remember a, a <laughs> Xerox machine? A Xerox machine would take up an entire office. Used to yes, and it would be hot in there too if it had to do a lot of copies. It Maybe that's why people's pants heat. were down. It was warm in I there. I don't know. I remember the temperature's too high. I remember, Taking my pants yeah. off. And if uh, you, know, you know that light, if you lift that thing up, oh, it binds you. But you know, perverts and uh, general white cisgendered ba- men used to Xerox their ass, and I feel yeah. like give it to ladies at the office. You oh, know, my, yeah. Before the Me Too movement. Oh, yeah. I mean, but now they would just get your Snap information, Snap, snap it to you. Snapchat is yeah. That they'll, it? they'll send you that. I don't do the Snapchat. Tinder or whatever. Tinder. You know, gays can do Tinder. Did you? know I that? did know that. You have you done Tinder? No, I've done it, Tinder. Um, I met. That's how I went on that date with that uh, gay priest. Don't they? Oh, did you? It was weird. Oh, I know. Yeah, you yeah. Told I told me about you that. that story. Oh, Lord. We're, pre- we're probably running low on time for that kind of story. We're running low on time. We should wrap. Let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap us up here. Thank you so much for oh, tuning in one yes. more time to refocus. Refocus. Uh, my name is Goldie D. I'm Alice in Wonderland. You can catch the both of us uh, out and about town. Our next uh, show, me and Allison, will both be at the first Thursday in September at Drew's Place. I have the hosting spot there that oh. weekend or week, and then um, Her first. My Show first one I'm doing at Drew's, the yeah. first hosting gig I'm doing at Drew's, it's kind of a pre- preliminary uh, test in the waters kind of thing. See if so you like see it. If I, see if the crowd likes it. Oh, if uh, they, it's, 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 it's a, yes, if they uh, if, test the water, is that what it is? i got to yeah. get my toes wet. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we'll both be in the Vintage Show. Golding Friends <laughs> pre- presents Vintage at uh, Young Avenue Deli on the 21st. How vintage? Uh, uh, we're not going to go prior. Anything, anything. Before the 80s or 70s. Oh, okay. Before the 70s. We'll cut it off in the 70s. Oh, but um, we'll be here. We have uh, an episode coming out every month for Refocus. Uh, you can catch us online. Uh, I'm at, at Miss Goldie D on Instagram. Uh, and uh, same on Twitter. Do you have any plugs for that? Uh, do you have an Instagram? I, I, I do, but I don't think I put anything on it. Okay. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram, and I'll do that. I, you on, know, I do. I'll give you a breast on what else. It's enough doing. I can do to get a text message. Oh. I just tell you. You'd rather do a smoke signal. I would. Do a carrier. <laughs> I'll pigeon. write you a letter, honey. I'll Xerox my ass and send you a res- carrier pigeon. I'll respond wonderfully with black ink on white uh-huh. paper. Oh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> She's got lovely penmanship. And until next time, thank you so much. Refocus is brought to you by Focus Mid-South Magazine. Episodes are hosted by Goldie D and Alice in Wonderland. Music for this episode is Everybody Dance All Night Garage Mix by Pierlo featuring Alexia D. Subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher.